Welcome, welcome to the SOS Small Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. I've got a special guest with me today, Abram McDaniel um, from Cubs Oda. And I am telling you, she is always a wealth of information. So I love having her on. Uh, She brings the goods. She brings the goods to the table. And let me tell you guys, we need the goods right now. So um, glad to have you here. We are, we are actually live on Facebook too. So if anybody's joining us on Facebook and you guys have some questions, we're happy to um, answer any questions. I'll be keeping an eye on that with my phone at this point in time. Um, but let's get started. Let's get started. All right. So you guys know that the SOS Small Business Success Podcast is really kind of caters to five areas that I say are the anchors for success. And that would be sales, Uh, operations, mindset, marketing, and education. And when you can kind of have some consistent impression in each of those areas in your business, then you're going to start to see that you can be successful and profitable. Um, You know, you may need to be focusing more on operations over marketing or education at this time, or maybe you need more uh, marketing and education. It depends on where your business is. But today we're going to put a bit more focus on operations because April's got some tips for us. And then we also have a free download for you. Um, that we're going to share with you. Uh, It's going to be a viewing opportunity, or you can uh, request a download on that. So welcome. Let's go ahead and get started. So operations is our game that we're going to talk about, but today we're going to be fishing for profits. Now, I know, I know we're 10 days away from Christmas and you're thinking, I don't really want to hear about taxes or profitability or cash flow. I just want to finish this year out. I'm super busy right now. Um, you know, I just want this year over with, I get that we get to that particular point when we, uh, get into our really busy season right now, but there are some things that you guys need to know. We need to, we need to do a a little bit of a reflection of what's going on, not just this past year, but also what the continuation of over the last few years has kind of represented for us being small businesses. And so some updates that happened just in the last 24 hours, Uh, The feds raised the interest rates again. So, you know, that that says that we're still very high in inflation. And they said they're going to raise them several more times going into 2023 in order to offset inflation. That's at like 7.1 and it needs to get back down to 2%. So that's a huge discrepancy when you're talking about a, a big a big ball of a market like that. So they're going to keep raising the rates. And every time they raise the rates, what happens is that we're going to be spending more on interest for our credit cards. We're going to be spending more when we make our orders uh, and we're putting them on credit cards. We're going to be spending more on all of those things that are just costing us more. And the idea behind that is to be able to have us not spend as much. Now, I don't know if you guys are feeling this in the, in the salon business, but we are, we're feeling it a little bit. The other thing that just came out yesterday was the November numbers for um, uh, retail and uh, consumer buying and retail was down. So, you know, we, we count on Black Friday 
to be able to push us over the edge into a pr profitable status um, when they when they measure the retail. And that was down, but food and restaurants were up. So we still want to go out and enjoy ourselves and we're willing to spend money on food. We're not, not, we're not so much willing to spend money on goods and potentially services, goods and services. And this is the category where we fall into in this beauty spa, you know, hair world here is that we fall into the kind of the goods and services category and that was down. Um, so now more than ever, we need to start paying attention to people like April who are gonna help us to have a better sense of our cash, a better sense of our business savviness and a better sense of our tax liabilities so that we can be a more profitable business going into 2023. Now, I will let you guys know, this is just the first part of a series that April and I are going to be working together on. You'll see more coming out in February and a little bit later into the year as the year progresses so that she can deliver this content to everybody, not just the customers that they represent in their business, but to everybody in the industry to give them tips um, and ideas on how we can all be better business persons uh, and people. All right, so I'm just going to go through you guys the five insights because this little podcast that I'm doing right now for the month of December was kind of packed into a little bit of a series. And these were the five insights that I had when I do a kind of a year-end reflection. Uh, personal growth is worth the investment. Um, and so I'll talk about that later because there's way more on that and going into 2023 for me. The second thing was that I discovered is the label coach in our industry is elusive and somewhat dangerous um, because there's no standards on it. And, you know, and certification could be considered a standard, but or say 20 years of experience in doing something could be a standard, but it's very loosey goosey in all of this. And um, I, you know, I know people need support. So it's just kind of evaluating the right kind of support that might be needed. Um, social media is one, only one of the many tools that you must use to grow. I talked about that one last week. So reflect back on last week's podcast to be able to get more insight on that one. Uh, small business owners need help to be profitable. That's what we're gonna be chatting about today with April. And the fifth one is leadership and strategy mindset are keys to success and ultimately ignored. And I don't mean ignored completely. But um, ignored from a standpoint of we are running around putting out fires or we think something's a really good idea and we jump on it like the shiny object thing instead of really staying true to mapping out what our success needs to look like. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to April here now because this is really where she is an amazing expert um, because the taxes... Uh, accounting, understanding profitability and cash flow. These are not just like one and done processes. These are understanding and learning things and working with a, uh, a really great CPA bookkeeper in order for you to see the long-term results that you're going for. So please let me turn it over to my guest, um, April McDaniel. She's the CPA with Copsa Oda um, and does a, an enormous amount of um, business with salons here in our industry. So she's not just a CPA expert. She's also a beauty industry expert too. So April, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thanks, Bonnie. I don't know how I can follow that. That was pretty, that was pretty good. Um, first of all, I'm sitting here looking at the screen and there's this blue water. It kind of makes me want to dip my toes in sand and go swimming in that blue ocean and not really have to think about 
the hard things that come with operating a business. But um, I think that not only can we talk about small business success and profitability, which was one of your um, pillars, but personal growth is a big one too, that I think really plays a part in this. Um, so many salon owners uh, really are willing to devote time and getting education in their trade, you know, um, to be a master stylist, to be a really good massage therapist, you know, whatever it is that you do, a wonderful haircutter or barber. Um, I see it all the time when I look at books, there's, there's an investment that you have to make in order to do that and keep going and, and be one of the leaders in your trade. And I would argue that to be a boss in your business and to be the best, um, business person that you can be and be profitable and really be smart about the decisions that you're making. Um, you also have to invest time in that type of personal growth. So, um, like Bonnie said, uh, Copsa Odi is a firm that specializes in the beauty industry. I'm just one of about 30 of us that work here. I get the pleasure of being kind of the face and, and doing the education. And I really enjoy that. Um, my time here with Bonnie, um, and in most of the time that we visit on podcasts and such, it's not about selling Copes at OD. Uh, we know there's a lot of tax people out there. And what's really important to us is that you get educated. You know what questions to ask, ask your tax person and find that person that wants to understand your business. Because if they understand your business, they're going to be a much bigger asset to you. Um, find that firm that's a Y firm that educates you so that when you're told you need to make tax estimates or you need to make an extension payment. You know why, um, and that somebody's explaining that to you. So um, those are that's just a couple of things I want to hit on um, when we start getting into the details here. So that's, thanks for having me, Bonnie. I'm really excited. Hey, you are so welcome. I I learn something every time I have you on. Um, I feel way more confident in having these kind of conversations for my business. And then of course, for the salon business, mm -hmm. um, that not only coaching other clients, but then the salon business that Jeff and I are in, um, when I hear some of the tips and tricks that you provide for us. And, and I think it's essential right now, because I, I think we're really going to be struggling going into 2023 of, of mastering that profitability margin, like we had in the past. And, um, I think there's going to be a dent in it. If you're profitable now, I think you're going to have to really look at some conservative approaches. Um, and if you're not profitable, um, this, you know, find, find the support and the help that you need. But all that aside, your haircut looks fantastic and I love it on you. So that, you. Looks, that looks really good. Yeah. Uh, April was telling me, she's going, I'm getting my haircut. So I'm going to look different on screen. I'm like, I love it. It looks good. Yeah, I'm so not where, where do we want to begin? I, I'm willing to spend the money to look good. So um, I love my I love my um, hairdresser. And uh, yeah, she hit it out of the park this time. I like it a lot. So mm -hmm. sorry. you. Thanks. Good. So I, I agree with you when you say that people are willing to spend the money on their hair. And I think that we all that we all discovered that in 2020 when we all got shut down and our clients were panicking to try and get in with us. And then there was this flood of everybody wanting to get in with us, um, you know, in that timeline and really valuing and appreciating the, the, the service and the skill set that we offer. Um, but running the business is a little different than just being behind the chair and making people look pretty. Like, I, I think the real struggle is, 
you know, if you're an owner that works behind the chair and you're, you're, you're playing both roles mm-hmm. that, um, that you're going to have to dedicate some time to the business going into these next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that you shouldn't be behind the chair, but there's, there's going to have to be a balance for you. Um, but right. even people that are just behind the chairs and don't own businesses, this is still all good information for them to hear and to learn from. Well, I think if you can learn something about the way your um, your employers having to work so hard to make the dollar go as far as it can go, um, it gives you an appreciation. So I would agree this this podcast not is not just for owners; it's for employees too. Um, and when I say owners, Bonnie, I don't mean just employee based salons. I mean someone that is a solo artist maybe renting a booth or having a suite, um, you're a business owner. If you are operating, um, whether it's a a team-based business or it's yourself, you are a business owner. And um, I truly believe knowledge is power um, for for everything, not just when it comes to tax knowledge, but in everything that you do, knowledge is power. Um, And so if you're not paying attention, it's absolutely impossible to plan and it's impossible to get ahead. I think, you know, one of the things that you just said about inflation and you were talking about interest rates, cash is king right now. Um, A lot of businesses were uh, blessed with employee retention credit. They were blessed with PPP funds. And so uh, quite a few businesses have that cash. Um, Some some don't. I mean, some had to use that during, um, during COVID times. And I would say uh, with the salons that we work with, um, the East and West Coast ones were, are the ones that really um, had to use those dollars. They were closed longer. Maybe they were under restrictions longer. And so, again, that cash is so important. Um, we have, I would say, some clients that are really still trying to dig their way out um, of that time. And so that's where I think it's really important that you think about setting up a budget. Um, one of the things in the free download is um, some cash flow tips, um, how you can really try to hone in on maybe being a little bit more cash savvy. And so I think budget is a big one. If you know where your money is going and you're telling it what to do, then you know you can make better decisions. Um, if you can understand a calculation or a key performance indicator like your break-even, that's important. Um, you know, a break-even, uh, just to simplify it here for folks, I think is, you know, think about what your uh, monthly expenses are for your business, even um, just your fixed expenses. So I'm talking about ad- advertising and rent, um, things like that, not, not your variable costs, like paying your stylist, or, or yourself, or uh, merchant fees, or um, payroll taxes, and things like that. But take your fixed expenses, and then if you know what your gross profit percentage is, you divide that into that, and that tells you what you need in sales in order to break even. And you can make that down to the day if you think about it. So if you're open five days a week, or four, or six, or whatever it is, you can figure that out. Now, I know I did that pretty quickly, and there's some steps that are involved in doing that correctly. Um, but, but ask your CPA, ask your coach. Um, you know, we work with a lot of coaches too. We, we think that, um, there's a great place in this industry for all of us. Um, now I would agree, Bonnie, there are some out there that, um, they might be selling a little bit more than what they really can do, but, um, that, that happens in all industries, I think. 
Um, so it's this industry is no different. And I say that because, and let me repeat that, this industry is no different. When you look at your doctor's office and you look at your dentist or you look at a CPA firm or an attorney, you think about them as a business owner. And I think that's one thing that salon owners need to do. They need to think about themselves as a business owner because that's what they are. And take yourself seriously about that. Um, you know, some of the tax things, just so we can get into this, because I know this isn't a three hour long conversation today, but, you know, consider talking to your person about um, setting up estimates if you're not already doing that. And, and what is an estimated tax payment? Well, if you're a W-2 earner, so you get a paycheck, then you're already paying really estimates, right? They're, they're deductions or withholdings from your pay. And so it's automatically happening. But if you're a self-employed worker or you're working um, in a company where there's pass-through income, like um, for example, like an S corporation or a partnership, then you, know, you need to be thinking about estimates and getting those payments in. Now, for some folks, um, it doesn't make sense cash flow wise to pay those estimates, but you have to be willing and understand that if you don't make estimates that you probably will owe some interest um, when it comes time that those taxes are due. Um, and the other thing to think about is, you know, we have, there's a tax deadline that comes up every year, right? April 15th. And if you don't, if you decide you can't file your tax by April 15th, that's okay but you still have an obligation to pay the tax that you think is due. So, um, you know, that's another thing that I think sometimes people don't understand. When you file an extension on your tax return, it's an extension to file. It's not an extension to pay. So you still have to pay um, the amount that you think is due. So those are some things to be thinking about. Um, the other thing that I think gets missed um, that you probably don't even think about is you go buy some retail product that you're going to sell. And so you collect sales tax from your client when you sell it. But what about those things that you grab off the shelf, like hairspray and shampoo, possibly when you run out of back bar, you know, those are subject to use tax. So um, oftentimes we see that missed, making sure that you um, are paying use tax on those things. And those, those um, requirements do vary by the state. So you want to talk to somebody that understands the state rules and the state you live in, but uh, something to be thinking about. But again, if we get back to budgeting, if you're not thinking about that, you know, you think that you have this, um, this profit of say um, $20,000 and, oh, I'm, maybe I'm going to go to the beach. This picture, Bonnie, is making me want to go to the beach. So, um, but remember that you need to be setting aside some of that for tax because it's likely that, you know, somewhere between 20 and 30% of that you're going to need to pay as part of your tax return. So cash flow is important. Oh, absolutely. And, and I love that you just shared about that with extensions, because I, I didn't know that when we had this conversation earlier in the week of what we were going to kind of, um, you know, have on the podcast. And so you know, and listen, I'm not, I'm not the smartest cookie out there when it comes to all the finance and accounting and everything. And it's, and it's not as a coach, that's, that is not my, that's not my brand identity that I'm going after for clients. But I know that there are some really good coaches out there that do a great job with more of this financial piece um, in our industry. So if, if that's, if that's the place you need to start, then uh, certainly you, you guys can, can, you know, send me a direct message or an email, and I'm happy to refer you to some of the coaches in the industry that I think specialize in stuff like that, um, that do a really great job. And, but that's good to know. It's good to know that, you know, that extension is just saying, hey, I'm going to file later, but 
I still have to I still have to pay up at this point if I'm if I'm doing it. Um, I know that uh, that uh, you know there's some hubbub out there in the media that you know is talking about these cash apps um, and you know where that's going. And and this was a conversation that we had earlier this year. Yeah. Um, but you know it was also it was it was it was also kind of like still unclear. There was there was. They were saying that it was going to be $600 and that they were going to provide, um, you know, the, the form or then it was like $10,000. And I, I think that there was still a lot of misinformation out there. What, what do we know about that now, April? There will be um, what's what it's called is a 1099K um, will be issued to anyone that has over $600 in a cash app. So that could be Venmo, that could be PayPal, that could be cash app, any of those things. Um, I think this is going to be a nightmare for the IRS, to be honest. Um, Hence and 87,000. Yeah, <laughs> and a nightmare for tax preparers because, you know, I, um, I get Venmo payments. I get Venmo payments when I go to lunch with somebody and they pay me back, right? We split the tab. Um, but those certainly aren't subject to ordinary income tax. So it's going to be my responsibility to um, talk to my tax person about the what that money is for, right? And so this 1099K is going to come to to all of these um, stylists, maybe or technicians that are getting tips that way, or over six hundred dollars. Anything over six hundred, mm -hmm. yeah, and it's easy. Six hundred dollars if you're taking it for tips. That's that's easy to do, right? It's very easy. And keep in mind that the six hundred dollars isn't the threshold for what you need to pay tax on. You're supposed to be paying tax on every dollar. The six hundred dollars is what is going to trigger the ten ninety nine. All right, Scrooge, we're going too deep now. No. But that's the truth. It is the truth. It is the truth. And and the reason why we're having this conversation now with you guys, even though I know it's like we're in the midst of the holidays and we're trying to be happy and celebrate and everything, is to prepare you for, you know, 2023 and getting all of your stuff organized so that you can have a seamless and maybe a little less stress towards tax season. Mm -hmm. You know, tax season can be stressful, and um, I understand that. But if you can do some key things, maybe as the year turns over, get started, you know, make sure you have separate books. So QuickBooks Online is a great resource for that. Make sure you have separate bank accounts or credit card accounts set up for your business. Don't be running personal stuff through the business. Um, you know, we, we see that sometimes too, and, and it happens by accident. I'm not saying that um, you can be perfect about that all the time. You know, you pull out your wallet and you grab the wrong card. I get it. But, you know, for the most part, you should have two. You should have a business card and you should have a personal card. And of course, if it's ordinary and necessary in the course of doing your business, then it's a deduction on the business. And we want you to get every deduction possible. But, um, you know, if you go to go to a conference like Bonnie and I get to go to these wonderful industry conferences, um, you know, our most of our expenses at those conferences are deductible. But if um, if I were to decide to take my husband along who has nothing to do with the industry, the expenses for him are not deductible. So 
um, you know, we see that sometimes and um, that's something that you have to be pretty careful about. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, keep good notes, keep your receipts, come up, find a way that's going to work best for you so that you have the documentation, um, particularly if it's something that could be a little bit of a gray area. Um, and your, your CPA is the person to advise you on that. You know, we, we love educating and we love giving uh, free information, but anything we talk about, you know, it's free and that's about what it's worth if you were to decide to try to sue me over it today. <laughs> but, you know, it's, um, we, we want you to be educated and, you know, there's a great way and maybe Bonnie can put this in the comments um, on our live feed today um, to get our newsletter. Um, you can sign up for it. We don't charge you anything for it. We don't use it to sell to you. Um, and you just would text the keyword KOA news, and it's um, all one word KOA news, and you text that to 22828. Hang on a sec, let me get that down. 22828. 22828? Yep. Okay. All right, and keep going because I'm going to finish this up here so I can get this out. Yeah. So if you, um, the great thing about the newsletter is, uh, you know, I, I know I get a ton of emails in my email bat in my email box, but I can kind of put that stuff aside. If I don't have time to read it right now, you can come back to it later. The other really great thing about our newsletter is that if I do webinars, um, throughout the year, we usually try to promote those that way. And if they're free, most of the time, they're always free. Um, we do ones that are specifically for our clients that, um, are a little bit more advanced. Um, and, and those don't get included on that free newsletter listing, but, um, we certainly do a lot of things. Bonnie and I work together on some things throughout the year and our goal is for you to be educated. Um, we want you to understand, you know, I made that comment about the every, every dollar being taxable. You know, the IRS is smart enough to know that this is a cash-based business just in some sense of the word. You know, we know that the use of credit cards, um, debit cards, became much greater during COVID. People were trying to get away from using cash, but there's still a lot of cash. And, and it, let, me, let me tell you that cash isn't just the paper stuff. I'm talking about Venmo. I'm talking about those cash apps, you know? And so, you know, if you're getting, if you're getting tips through a cash app, those are still subject to FICA tax. Those are still subject to self-employment tax if you're um, self-employed. So if you're an employee, those numbers should be getting reported to your employer, to your owner, and your owner should be paying half the FICA tax. Um, well, we, we see some of the tips coming through payroll and even with some of my clients, $600 can happen in a week. Oh, easily. So, you know, there's, there's no hiding this. I mean, if you look at the average out there, there's no hiding this for a well-established stylist. They could be making $600 in tips in a week. Right. Um, so it, it, it is, it's important that you consider that as part of your income and that um, it, it gets included. And now this 1099K that's going to be distributed to you, you know, I think the biggest thing that's going to happen is sure, they're going to try to inform you and they're going to tell you to download it. Um, you know, they're going to send you these email messages saying, be sure to download your 1099K, be sure to do, well, it's, it's getting registered with, with the IRS. Yeah. It's called so, what you, what we call a matching document. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. I, I'd rather hear your terminology on this than <laughs> mine any day. So, so it's a matching document. And I think more and more, we're going to see I, the IRS 
um, and Congress put out things that create this matching system. So if you think about it, there's other matching documents. You know, if you think about your tax return, one of the top items is your in is your um, is your wages, right? And so mm -hmm. what what tells the IRS what goes on that line? Well, it's the W two that you get, and the box is on the W two. Um, and so that W-2 that's issued by your employer goes directly to the IRS, and then you get a copy. The same thing's going to happen with this 1099-K um, from Venmo um, right. and from the cash apps. And so these are matching documents. Um, it's no different than, oh, it's probably been about 15 years ago. I, I shouldn't say that out loud. Somebody's going to try to look that up, and I'm probably wrong on how long it's been. We lose track of time, I think, as we get older. Um, We've lost track of time since 2020. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's been going on for a very long time that you receive a 1099K for credit cards that are processed in your business. Mm -hmm. And the IRS uses that matching document to figure out whether or not you're reporting all your gross receipts on your tax return. So, you know, it's just going to be um, more and more that the IRS is going to figure out how to create matching documents. Um, and so, you know, I, I know every nobody wants to pay tax. I understand. Um, but but we do have to do it right. And um, you, you need to understand because, you know, the statute of limitations on, on a tax return is three years. But if you are um, if you are doing fraud, if you are um, not reporting um, income and it's a material amount, that's considered fraud. And there is no statute of limita limitations on fraud. Mm -hmm. so, um, you, you have to be careful. Um, on that as well and make sure you, know, you have to be prepared, <laughs> prepared yeah. if you ever get audited. Now, right now, you know, the IRS is so busy. The IRS is busy. Um, they're still trying to figure out these ERC credits from some people, um, but the IRS is in the process of hiring a ton and a ton more agents. So um, I think they'll be looking more at enforcement. So, yeah, well, they got to, they got to make up these, uh, this, all this money they've been spending somehow in some way. And if they believe that people are not paying the appropriate amount of taxes, that is where they're going to target, even though they're saying they're targeting, you know, the high level people in our, you know, in our country. Um, I think we're all going to feel it a little bit. And listen, I, I, I forgot to turn in a 1099 K one year that I swore that it was a, it was an investment distribution that was the previous year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just failed to, you know, have that document in there. And sure enough, you know, later that year it, it popped up that, you know, that it, uh, it was an offset of what I claimed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when my CPNA got together on it and everything, and I'm like, okay, I just, I really thought it was the previous year that I had already added that, but I had, I had two years in a row of that, um, and ended up having to set up, uh, you know, set up the funds to be able to pay that later in the year. So they they're on it and it can happen. So we just need to be legit. Now, does that mean, you know, April that people should stop doing it and start saying, Oh, I just need to be a cash business because what, what is that saying? I, I shouldn't be doing Venmo anymore because I, you know, I have to pay taxes on it. Like you said earlier, we have to pay tax on every dollar we earn. Well, I don't know. I mean, look into yourself. Who are you? If you decide you're going to lie about it, that's a true reflection of who you are. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a little bit too deep and that's a personal, that's a personal opinion. Um, I, I want to be able to sleep at night. That's my goal. So, you know, I can sleep at night because I know 
but I'm doing it right. Yeah. Um, well, and there's, and a, difference, I, there's yeah. a difference in this between being uneducated. Right. Um, and thinking that a that you can get away with a little bit. So there's, there's, you know, there are, there are those type of people out there, but I promise you, you know, I work with a, I work with a great bookkeeper who is on the up and up with everything. And she hollers at me every year because I do have a tendency to sometimes pull out my, my business credit card um, versus my personal one and run things through it. Like, like a grocery store, you know, I'll just not, not be paying attention. They both have the same, you know, keypad code and everything. And she's like, stop doing that. And I'm like, it's just, it's, I, First of all, I, I have requested from the bank, don't make them the same color. Why don't all your credit cards have to be the same color? I want this one to be a different color. So I choose the right one. So I actually have the sticker on mine still to this day so that I know that that's my business one and not to use it. But occasionally I make those mistakes. There's, it can happen, but you're right. It's, you really have to say, I, I want, I want my business to be profitable and I want my business to grow and any of these gray areas that we've been talking about is not necessarily creating a profitable, long-term, successful business. Well, and think about someday you're going to sell that business, right? So if you're lying about the amount of money that you're making in your business, it's going to decrease the value of the business. So if if you do it right, if you do it right, then and you're reporting your income. And you have a really great tax person that's helping you plan so that you understand the deductions so you're not missing some deductions that you probably could get. You're, um, you're planning for those big improvements and things in your salon if you have uh, a space where you're responsible for that. You know, there's tax planning opportunities that you can take advantage of um, by doing by having someone that's in your corner to help you. And I think that's really important. You know, I. I um, get the pleasure of working with owners from cradle to grave when it comes to their business. I love helping someone put together a business plan. And, you know, uh, typically it's because they're getting bought, doing a second location. That's how they've already been a client of ours. But, you know, we, we, we go through that whole process of figuring out, you know, how that next location is going to run. Um, but it's, it's even um, more exciting on the other end when you have a salon owner that you know has been working so hard for, you know, 50, 60 years behind the chair, and that's too long. You know, we don't want somebody to have to work that long. Um, you know, let's go with 30. 30 seems a lot better, right? If we can retire when we're 50 instead, um, you know, but when I get the opportunity to work with somebody that, you know, they call me up and say, Hey, we have an offer on our business. And I can say, that's great. Your financials are in great order. You know, there's nothing in there to hide. We can send them out to them right away. You know, um, it's not fun when we have a new client come to us and two years into that relationship, they are looking at um, somebody buying them. And they, you know, in that third year back when we weren't working with them, they were not reporting all their income and it really messes up their value of their business. Mm -hmm. And listen, salons have a very scrutinized value anyway, as far as it being a yep. sellable business. So, um, you know, the more your books are in order, the, the, the more that you can show the true numbers, um, the easier it's going to be to make it a sellable uh, business in the future. I'm going to go ahead and hit back, share to screen, um, because I want to make sure people have the opportunity to be able to, you know, download um, the uh, and view and 
request a download for um, the, the, the PDF that we put together and everything. But I want to give everybody a little bit of insight, too, that, you know, these next things that we have coming up in February um, is, you know, April's going to talk about gift cards, cash flow, inventory management, cost reduction. And these are these are going to be really important conversations to have early in the year so that you can set yourself up for success um, throughout the year. And by the time you get to the end of the year of being able to see how those particular areas might be impacting your cash flow and profitability. Um, and then, you know, shortly after that, as we get into spring, um, she's, she's going to take on pricing relationships, uh, the experience, um, culture, and then of course, reputation management. And, and I look forward to both of these, uh, webinar, uh, products that we're, that we're going to help her deliver on. And then I'm sure that, um, you know, uh, if anybody goes to serious business, you'll be able to see April on the stage at serious business. Uh, and April, what's your topic you're talking about at serious business? I'm going to talk about succession planning. Um, mm -hmm. Good topic. Yeah. And then I'm also going to, um, make sure that I have about 30 minutes available in each class just to answer questions. Um, it's an opportunity for people to ask me things and not have to worry about a get, getting a bill for it. Um, and it's always fun to do that because it's just like a classroom when you were in school and it's everybody else has the same question or at least a handful of people do. So we'll answer some questions, but we're also going to talk about succession and how it really is more of a master planning process. It's not just about getting that offer and selling. It's about building the best business that you can to get the most for it as you can um, throughout, you know, the life of the business. Um, but, you know, everybody wants to know what's my business worth. And uh, it, it's worth a heck of a lot more if you've been a profitable business owner during the life of the business. So we, we kind of focus in on all the, the entire life cycle when we talk about succession. Oh, I think it's going to be a great topic. And listen, I it just in the last few events that we went to this past year, um, you know, all of us that have been in this business for a while and, you know, owners that have been at it for 20, 30, 40 in longer years, you know, they're all realizing that th it's time that they start planning and preparing for this succession. So I think it's going to be a great topic. Okay, you guys, here is the free download and the... Uh, that you have access to. So um, I'm not sure if it's shown up on, on screen on Facebook. Um, so I'm going to just kind of, I'll share it into the, into the comments as well, but it's, it's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly forward slash three U big R seven big D O big O. Um, and I think it is, I, I think on bit.ly's it might be case sensitive. I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually not sure. Um, but there's also a QR code on here. If you, if you can or cannot see it, I'm not, I don't, I don't see it when I'm looking at my Facebook here, um, but I'll make sure that these links get shared and um, you have opportunity to, to view this document, get some tips and tricks from April. Um, there'll be an opportunity to be able to download it. Um, and April, how can they, how, if they actually want a copy of this, what's sure. the best way you want to take this on? Well, if you sign up for the newsletter, we're actually going to do a special edition newsletter that will include the download. Mm -hmm. uh, I suspect that's going to go out early next week. So um, we will, uh, with your uh, approval, Bonnie, we're going to send a, a link to a copy of this uh, podcast that we've done today. 
Absolutely. And also send a copy of that handout. So um, get signed up for that as soon as you can, guys, and then you'll be able to have a free download of that too. Perfect. That sounds good. And of course, this podcast, you guys, is available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, all of the typical podcast areas. Um, but this also gets uploaded to YouTube so that you can watch the video of it as well if you uh, prefer that. Um, and again, I'll put the links in here with that. So um, as we get into the new year, you know, I talked about strategy and mindset being ultimately ignored with, um, you know, with a lot of business people in this industry. And I want to help you be able to do that. So I'm doing a workshop on January 16th from 12 to 1.30. Um, and you can register for that for free. Again, that link will be going out this week as well. Um, and, you know, all I'm saying, you guys, is give me 90 minutes to help you put this plan together. But give yourself 90 minutes because your team and your business deserves this little bit of time that it's going to take you to be able to look at what are the big project pieces that you want to accomplish going into this next year and that you're going to stay committed to fulfilling without being, you know, going off track or being deviated by other things that are coming up because the plan that you put into place is going to really help to support that profitability on there. So I'm excited for that. And then again, we'll have uh, dates and times for April's um, webinars that are going to be coming out in the new year as well. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to support her in getting this information out here because this is it. You know, the, she said cash is king, but you want to know it? Education is going to be the queen. And when you marry those two together, um, I think you're going to have a successful business. And I think you're going to be able to kind of live the life that you want. And uh, ultimately, I think that's why we work so hard at this point is so that we can enjoy the, the off time, enjoy the downtime, enjoy the getting away time and um, with our family and our friends, because oh, yeah. that's, you know, that I think we all realized that over the last couple of years, that working to work was not, you know, was was not at all a peaceful process. Mm -hmm. Um, but being able to, you know, be smart about the business that we're in, smart about the cash flow, smart about profitability, and then being able to say, now I want to spend my time and money on these things that I really do enjoy because life is short, but not too short right now because we're going to be going into the holidays and maybe taking a little time off. I know you guys are all working really hard. So April, thanks so much for um, joining me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I look forward to what we're going to put together in 2023. Um, and so definitely, you guys, uh, you know, follow me on my on my Instagram, Bonnie Bonadeo, Facebook, Bonnie Bonadeo. Um, and then, of course, if you, uh, you know, send me a DM with your email or go onto my website and uh, set up to be able to get part of my email so that you can get the dates and times and registration links to be able to get yourself educated come 2023. All right, we're going to close it out with that. Anything else you want to add to it, April? I would encourage people to put away or put aside 90 minutes every week to do this, Bonnie. Not just for your 90-minute mindset um, and strategy session, 90 minutes a week. Um, imagine if people would focus 90 minutes a week on being the best business person that they can be, um, what that could do for them in 2023. Oh my gosh, you're so right. That is that is like a very powerful thing to be able to say. Um, but you'd be surprised how people can't even commit to 90 minutes on a webinar. <laughs> Get it.
<laughs> and, and clearly that's not enough time to put together your whole plan, but we'll be able to kind of go through the gist of it and, and, you know, create those, those bigger rocks that I call them that are going to be important and that take time to do. And, you know, you might need delegation time. You might need operational procedures put into place. But if you say these are the things you're committed to, then those are the things I want to see you accomplish. That's, that's the kind of coach I am. I'm strategy, mindset, marketing coach. That's how I help my clients to be able to get through the year um, is because they tell me what's important to them. They share with me what they want to accomplish. And then I hold them accountable to being able to get those things done and through the process. And um, because it's really easy for us to fall off on the sidelines and, and get distracted by other things. So yeah, that's what we're all about. And April is all about being able to um, make sure that you are on the up and up with all of your taxes and accounting things. And, th you know, thanks to Copsa Odie as a firm for always, um, you know, coming on board as a guest with us uh, and our podcast. And at this point, I'm just going to wish you guys happy holidays. Yes. Happy holidays, everyone. I'll be back next week for one more podcast before Christmas. And then of course, after Christmas and before New Year's, I got two more podcasts to finish up before the year's out. So I hope that you'll always join me um, in uh, participating with me on these podcasts. And you can always jump onto my Facebook page, SOS Small Biz Success. Um, and you'll see all the links on there to be able to uh, jump onto any of the uh, programs, events, and podcasts that I do. All right, thanks everybody. Have a great week. Hi, all.